Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Coming up on TMS... You'll get no points, no prize, and no Lieutenant Yar! Forgetting Gary Marshall. Who vacations in Ohio? Remind me that this is fun. Quark the pimp. Swag crap coming down the pipeline. Come for the pizza, stay for the TMS. Crisis on infinite kids. Slut machine. Do coins have brains? Because I really like wanted to know. It's time for Sunday night battle ball. Number two is number one. Blackjack. Definitely blackjack. Knowing all the words with Tom. Blackamentals with mother bleepers in the government and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I bet that pizza tastes good. <laughs> Showbiz Pizza Place with over 60 electronic games. Pizza baked fresh every day. And the stage show extravaganza on three stages. So come for the pizza, stay for the fun. I look like a jackass. The morning This is The Morning Stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Now, with 20% more ciliate hydroxide and erotic acid. Mm. <laughs> well, there was a little bit more there that I uh, There was, yeah, a little about. plus there. A yeah, little bonus. A little yeah. extra content that Scott forgot was going to play. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to a uh, Tuesday edition. No, is it Tuesday? <laughs> Wednesday edition. <laughs> Of all it's things, the Tuesday edition that we're doing on Wednesday. So, uh, Bill, Bobby, hope you're ready again. Things are a little nuts. I got table full of freaking swag crap. We're trying to get that all ready to go, and then we got yeah. another box supposed to arrive today. If it doesn't arrive today, I get nervous, and if it doesn't arrive then, then we gotta have it maybe shipped to Vegas. I don't know, but you know how mm. this stuff goes. Brian's got his own worries. I got this I stupid swag apocalypse to worry about. Don't worry. When we get to Vegas, everything will settle. Everything will be fine. Well, 
it will, it, it, uh, you know, I just, it, you think I wouldn't have to remind myself of this, but I just keep reminding myself, this is fun. This it is, is fun. fun. You have to do that. You actually have to. You I, totally I, I agree. I agree. And this was this came from uh, Fly on the Wall, uh, David Spade, Danny Carvey show where they had uh, Mulaney on, mm. which is a great interview, by the way. Mm. Really, really good. I'll especially bet. talking about like, you know, the crap that he's done lately, mm. <laughs> the crap that he's gone through and stuff sure. like that. Sure. But um, he talks about like those jitters you get right before you go out on stage for SNL. And basically you, you quell them all just by going, what am I doing? This is fun. Oh, <laughs> this is like, you know, that's interesting. I thought about it. somebody who's got to be like super. That's a ton of pressure. SNL, biggest sketch comedy of thing of all it's time. Live. I yeah. mean, gosh, Can't the think of effort anything. that it takes to read cue cards for 90 minutes uh, just as. <laughs> I mean, I'm half I'm half convinced that the reason that a bunch of ex SNL people always have these huge movie careers and TV careers is because the rigors of that show, this yeah. the work ethic of it is. It's it will make it will harden you into a machine. Like you will do would, great work yeah. after that. Right. I would bet that uh uh it's a lot easier to create a movie, you know, that's stretched over time right. than it is to do the pressure of one week of preparation, script writing, comedy performance, rehearsal, blah 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 of SNL. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think it probably all seems like cakewalk after that. Probably, but then you know some of them die of drug overdoses. So what do I know? But jeez, um, <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, it must not all be pudding and, and cream over there. I don't know. I mean, there are what four? <laughs> well, that's a that's a lot, isn't it? I that's don't know. Lot. Maybe can I even come up with four? Belushi, Farley. Uh, uh, well, Hartman, Hartman was his weird wife, so that doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Not a drug overdose. Not yeah. his drug overdose anyway. No, um, she was on something. Uh, is that it? Uh, that's probably it. That might be it. Yeah. So out of the hundreds of people. <laughs> yeah, we're, have, uh, we're playing with the averages now. It's like people who have seven kids and wonder why two of them are rebellious. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's because right, you have tw- exactly. it's you have seven kids. You're going to have the, yeah, num- the numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's like people who uh, are. I remember a, fertil- a fertility doctor back in the day when Kim and I were just getting going with family and stuff said, if you and I think this is scientifically true, I could be wrong. But he said, if you keep trying to have kids, you will eventually have as many boys as you do girls. It'll always equal out. Kind of like rolling uh, dice, right? It's like, yeah, uh, it's like, flipping, it's a like, coin. The, like uh, flipping a coin. I don't think it quite works that way. If, you, think, could uh, have kids in, if you could have kids in perpetuity, like yeah. just keep having them, even if you had 10 and they were all girls the first time, you will so. eventually yeah. equal out is the idea. Guess, and you have an infinite number of kids. Right. Which people don't have, right? They don't have that. So it's this is a practice. This is the thing that's impossible to be practical about because nobody can have infinite kids. Yeah. I don't know. I think um, is it is it exactly 50 50 that you'll have a boy or a girl or is there genetically even some. Like, uh, like a, pre- a propensity one direction or the other. Some, like, right, exactly. 49.5% and 50.5% or something. Totally could be. Like, I mean, Dr. Like, a, G- like yeah. you're rolling or flipping a coin. I think you're right. If you flipped a coin infinite number of times, 
and the coin See, wasn't weighted. If the coin's not coins, weighted perfectly, coins don't coins don't have memory. Is the problem right? Uh, every flip of that coin is a fifty-fifty shot. So there is no evening out of mm-hmm. of things. That's it's true. like it, they, listen, you know, we're going to Vegas. That's the uh, first thing people need to look at is uh, every. The the machines don't have memory, except mm-hmm. for maybe the slot machines, electronic, yeah. you know, Sex in the City slot machine. Yeah, but um, that's like, a slot machine actually. But the uh, <laughs> like doing the roulette wheel, yeah, that ball, even if it does twelve reds in a row, does not have the memory of what it does, and so there's just as much a chance that it's going to do a red as it is a black. I think there's a reason, or that's the reason why Vegas doesn't have. I mean. Christmas Vacation was trying to make fun of this, but they don't have any like really basic games. Like flipping a coin is not a game you play in Vegas because oh, you mean uh, Vegas Vacation, not Christmas. Vacation. Really, that's what yeah. I meant, Vegas. Yeah. So that the, Vegas will never do a coin Why flip. Why don't I just take you out in the back and kick your ass? <laughs> I love that. That movie's better than people think. A wall of shot. I agree. You know what? It feels like it needs a rewatch and maybe a couch party because I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good uh, film set movie. No, but couch uh, party be perfect for that. Absolutely. Maybe we do the first hour of Vegas Vacation uh, Friday. Yeah, let's. Oh, see, we were trying to find a Vegas movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, we'll bookend. We'll bookend Vegas with a couple of uh, watchings of the first and second half of. Uh, yeah, vacation. we'll watch the damn tour part, and then we'll get to the, um, <laughs> the Papa Giorgio, the Papa and, uh, Giorgio, James Con stuff. We'll be later. Um, that's right. But what I was, anyway, my point sorry. is, you're never going to do that because a coin flip can never the the house can There's never no house advantage. Yeah, exactly. Right. They can't, right? Or they could. They have to make it up. The house, the house basically would come up with a rule that says if the coin flips the same way four times in a row yeah the house automatically wins yeah that would they'd have to do that and that would be your you know your one percent advantage the um yeah if you the the if you look at a great website called the wizard of odds they talk about all the different odds on all the different games and that you know that giant wheel that's got like uh dollars laminated into the underneath each peg and yeah actually i have one that i could just do for a sound effect right there those are cool um that is the worst game to play in the casino and roulette is not much better if you play perfect blackjack then you can limit the house edge to half a percent and and perfect blackjack means that if um the dealer has a 10 or a face card showing and you have a six you have to surrender which means give me back half my money oh wow yeah wow which you hardly ever see anybody do in vegas but no. uh gotta be rain man to get this stuff right you totally would. You'd have to know. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, yeah, and that's not even including. If you do card counting, then yeah, you can you can turn that odd into your favor. But well, like crap, it's really close to uh, half a percent advantage if you play, um, if you play pass line and odds, you've got a really close to uh, half a percent uh, house advantage, which so, is really really good. So if you play, if your count, if your card counter, do do yeah. does this affect all the? big games like does it affect obviously poker but like blackjack in the same way like blackjack is really the the, the big one for card counting because oh, interesting poker you only do one deck so you can kind of say oh well i know the flop has i mean really there's not a real great way to card count in poker because you say all right well the you know the, the flop and the river have uh two of the four sixes out already i've got another six you can't really say what are the odds that he's got another six and a higher card for his other his mm. second card that but blackjack is really where you do your card counting that makes sense because it's an it's also a number game 
right? Like it it's, is. It's not, oh, you got to flush and, you know, it's, it's right. no, you literally have 20 cards or t- I'm sorry, you have a to- total 50. of 20 and or whatever and right. you're, and you're going to call it or you're not going to call, you're going to say hit me or like you're, you're exactly. working exactly. on points. So here's the, here's the question in yeah. Rain Man. Why the yeah. F were they playing poker? Because it sounds, they I agree were. with you. They were you. playing blackjack. Oh, they were? <laughs> yeah, they were playing blackjack. I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> I need to see that movie again. Yeah. It's great. Uh, we get called upstairs to talk to, uh, uh, isn't it, um, oh, gosh. Is somebody famous Frank? up there? I don't remember. I thought it was, I thought it was the guess is, uh, I can't really prove that you were card counting, but you look like you were card counting and you're not allowed in my casino anymore oh, or man. any of my other casinos. It is the Frank Marsh, not Frank Marshall. Um, uh, the guy that's shoot. a director and an actor. Yeah, that's the, that's exactly why. I think um, I know who Frank you mean, Marshall. but I can't think of his name. He's of that era, that Frank Marshall era though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, he was in, he was in that. Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, uh, wear a mask and get naked movie. Uh, briefly, he was in that. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Eyes wide shut. Yes. <laughs> Gary Gary Marshall, I think is what I'm thinking of. Is it? Is it Gary Marshall? I think so. Gary Marshall. Am I? That seems right because he looks the part. But boy, I haven't seen Rain Man in a long time. Uh, no, he's not listed on the cast page. It's not Penny Marshall's dad. Is Gary Marshall Penny Marshall's dad? I didn't know that. I think so. Yeah. News to me. Um, okay. Um, anyway. Anyway. So there you go. It, it, uh, uh, Vegas. Wherever we were going with that. <laughs> Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about the Vegas. <laughs> oh, the guy I'm thinking of is Sidney Pollock. Is who I'm thinking of. It's not. Oh him. yeah, another actor director. Yeah, yeah, that's who I had in my head. He's he's in the uh, the eyes wide shut, mm-hmm. which was hard to watch. Gary uh, Marshall not listed for Rain Man, so it must be somebody else. Anyway, that's cool. Look, yeah. if this is never going to happen, out who I'm talking about, and it'll never happen to me. I'll never be in a casino where someone pulls me aside and um, tells me I can't come back because I'm winning too much. This is never going to happen, right? <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> uh, Gary Marshall is the casino owner in Lost in America, which we've been talking about for the last couple of days with the Plaza Cares. Oh. It's like, he's the guy that. Uh, Albert Brooks is talking to in the casino says, Yeah, we can't we can't make money as a casino uh if you <laughs> if we give back everybody's um, half of their money. So see this is this is how the human brain works. We've been yeah. thinking about that for days. It had to yes. come out somehow. It all makes sense now. Right. Uh real quick here before we get to Dunaway and some game plan. Uh and again not Dunaway. Or not Dunaway. Sorry, he's not here. Randaway. Rand Randaway. Yeah, yeah Randy's away. sitting in today. Right. Uh, for the vacationing Brian, he's on his way to Dayton, Ohio. I don't know why he'd go there on vacation. He never really answered that question. But we'll, maybe we'll bug him about it next week. We'll say, hey, Brian. Yeah. Why Dayton? And he'll say. Why Dayton? Well, he told us why Dayton. He did. And I just don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I, don't I have no memory of it. I was too busy thinking of, what was the newspaper name of Dayton? Yeah. <laughs> that happens. You bring up a city in, the, in America, Brian. my brain goes, oh, Brian, did you, take, did you do a paper there? Every time. Yeah, I yeah. think of it every time. It, and and uh, there's a really good chance I did, or a neighboring city. Yeah, that's the other best part about it. And then we can learn a little bit about the locals and where Brian had lunch mm-hmm. one time. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, check out this email we got from Jeff Sire in Canada. He has a word oh, he'd gosh. like to have okay. with us. Scott and Brian. Scott said, why doesn't the whole world just switch to one emergency number? What a great question, he says. Oh, there's no sarcasm in that no, at all. None. None. I'm sure he means that in the most pure. There's no sarcasm in the whole rest of this email. Yeah, it's fine. 
He said, "He says, gee, why has no one thought of this before? Hmm. I'm sure if the world, in all caps, decided to go nine nine nine, that those totally non-contrarian Americans would gladly agree. Just like the easy transition when Americans found out that the rest of the world calls soccer football, so they changed the name of that sport." Uh, that is only played in the U.S. and Canada. Hmm. Maybe we can put our heads together and figure out who is holding the world back from this simple decision. <laughs> you need to emphasize that last the world. Who is holding the, the world, world back from this simple decision? <laughs> I mean, you know, Jeff, you have a point. Yeah. As usual, you have a point. Oh, yes, exactly. I don't know why we... I mean, I, I, I didn't know or I, I didn't presume that the reason we don't have a worldwide number is that we held it up or we had other ideas. I don't. Is that true? Well, it, it might not be that we held it up, but I mean, look at our track record. Uh, no, we'll stick with imperial uh, measurements, and you can, you guys go ahead and have your your metric. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't have a we don't have a great uh, track record for adopting no. the world's uh, <laughs> here, here in America we like to measure things by the beaver pelt and that's just how it's going to be forever All right, sorry Canada, right. sorry rest of the world <laughs> alright, here's a question Yeah. let's say America says you know what rest of the world you're right uh, <laughs> yeah. what we're going to do is start calling our what we've been calling soccer, we're going to start calling that football. We need a new word for the game that we currently call football. Yeah. What is that new? Oh, what is yeah. that new game name? Yeah, somebody. Oh, this is good. So write yeah. this in, uh, listeners. If Ooh, you got I like ideas, this idea. yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see what is your alternate. Tomorrow we'll talk about it if we get enough feedback. Yeah, we'll I like that. Okay. Alternate term for football, American football. Do you just call it pigskin playoffs? Do you call it like gridiron it. grease or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good one. Which is yeah. the point here? End How do zone you do ball. It? End zone ball. I like it. End zone ball. Because yeah, you got to get in the end zone, like basketball. You got to get in the basket. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of battle ball in a lot of ways. So you could battle call it ball that. Isn't bad. Yeah. It sounds like a video game, though. Is the problem? It sounds like what Fox News would do in the off season, and like you know, well, arena football uh, not so great, and uh, yeah. USFL. Okay, we need to do a competition about battle ball. Exactly. No, I don't want to shock anybody or ruin your day. But we are very we we call we think of ourselves as hardcore traditionalists in this country. I'm not saying me and Brian, but you know, as a whole. So when you yeah. change something that we see as as a quote unquote American as apple pie, mm-hmm. like the game of football or baseball or anything else, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a real hard time getting people to do that. There's no way. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, but it would be. But you know, if if. For whatever reason, the stars aligned, and they said, "All right, we'll finally, well, you know, we're we're tired of having to explain yeah. American soccer versus European soccer, and da da da." So, yeah. uh, and we'll just call football like the rest of you. And, uh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, American football versus uh, European football, and right. backwards. Right, right. Um, maybe freedom just, ball. You know what? <laughs> Liberty ball. Liberty ball. Oh my gosh, freedom ball is pretty funny. <laughs> freedom ball is really funny. Yeah, yeah. something about it's funny. Um, so, okay. We'll do that. In exchange, yeah. what will the Europeans give us? What do we want out of oh, them? Oh, they have to take Harry and Meghan back. Okay, deal, deal. Shake yeah. on it. We're yeah. done. Yeah, exactly. This you is guys, the most. <laughs> now let's see. Let's let's actually come up with better uh, something better. So, what would Europeans have to change or give up if we if we start if we let them have uh, soccer around the world or football around the world? Well, the the UK um, they need to they probably have to kill and bury. Um, Nigel Farage and have him never talk again. That would be one <laughs> one thing because he bugs me. Um, uh, what else? Uh, 
I don't know. You, uh, y'all need to. <laughs> I got nothing else. I don't. Know. I got nothing else. All right. So that's another thing. Write in and tell us what Europe gives up. <laughs> yeah. What does Europe give up in exchange for football? All right. right. Exactly. Let us know. Yes. We're happy to. We're happy to deal with it. Uh, start calling them elevators, Europe. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Lifts. No, lift. no more elevators. lorries. No more lifts. No more lose. Come on now. That's right. A pram. Come on. What is? What even is a pram? Jeez. Yeah. What uh, even? Here's How was Debbie formed? Yeah. Exactly. Here is a here is a text from an anonymous uh, listener. Okay. All right. And we know it's a text because the sound is going to be played, or maybe it isn't. There it is. Uh, here's what they say on the on the uh, issue of cream. <laughs> says i too have itchy winter calves and skins or shins Shins. there's no skins it's just shins skins i have skins in the game i have skins in the game i spoke with my neighbor slash doctor and finally found a lotion that relieves 95 percent of it it's called cerave itch relief yeah i've never heard of it we've actually got some of this upstairs and uh i don't know why we have it um have you ever had an itch you ever had an itch it was like oh this is the only way i have to use no and the funny thing is i recognize it because of that weird name cerave Mm. um and i remember seeing the tubes uh tube somewhere upstairs but i don't think i've ever and i've had itches i currently even have like a like a weird dry spot itch on on the um right there ball of my thumb right here oh weird and uh you gonna try it later and uh, report? I'm gonna back? try it later. Yeah. Okay. Gonna, I'll report back. Great. This is what the French gave us: Cerave itch relief. Cerave. Thank you, France. Wee oui, wee. Oui, uh, poo poo. <laughs> uh, all right. We're gonna do battle royale now, and uh, or battle yeah. royale. And here's the thing: Randy's stepping in. He's stepping up. Really. Um, mm-hmm. He's gonna be on twice today. What? I know. Okay. I know. I thought. I right? thought we'd just get him. <laughs> this would just get him out of the way early. <laughs> Uh, so let's enjoy I this. Did, I did. Hey, that music means it's time for a little bit of the uh, the the feud, the Tad Pooley feud, which we play on Wednesdays. And because Brian Dunaway's in Dayton, Ohio, we're going to the next best thing: Randy Jordan in the OC. Hello, Randy. That's Welcome. Right. Good morning, morning stream. Good How morning. You Good. You? Good. You? You all right? You, you feeling it? Yeah. 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 What kind of day are you having so far? Let's get into oh, it's it. It's absolutely great, man. I'm on my third cup of coffee. I am. I, I slept uh, terribly. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> slept, but sometimes you sleep real bad and yeah. you have a good, like a good morning somehow. I don't it's know good. how that works. Well, you're yeah. the one of us then because Brian and I both exactly. have our, our sleeping yep. issues. Four, uh, 410 this morning. Uh, and I even tried the Better Sleep app and I listened to somebody try and uh, hypnotize me talking about laying in a field of grass on a blanket and clouds are counting down from 10 down to one and i said this is this is stupid it's terrible so i went and watched us uh, i'm watching season two of the wire you know <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so here's this here's what's that. funny where's about omar that. Here's, here yeah where is omar <laughs> uh don't worry omar comes back but here's the thing like oh, I know. uh uh the that thing where they tell you now lay back and pretend yeah. you got a freaking monkey rubbing your ch- whatever, whatever they do, whatever they do in those little word things, uh, trying to calm you down. It doesn't effing work. 
It makes my brain go 20 other directions. I start it thinking does. about beaches, and I'm like, oh, beach is interesting. Is there sand yeah. on this beach? Oh, wait, is that a fish? Like, I can't. Sand? Oh, no, sand getting in the camera. Camera? We need cameras for, oh, my God, I have to have a camera for uh, TMS Vegas. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you're I, like Anakin. You does. hate the sand. Anyway. Yes. I always do that yeah. body check meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, where you... Is that the one where you little glowing light follows, like, goes down each part of your body that you flex? Yeah, yeah. Relax. You're just like, yeah. in, you're internally examining each part of your body, in your imagination, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. your feet up to And the problem is, last night, I had really bad heartburn and you just can't what are you gonna do like yeah. you, you're, the, you're you're like going okay yeah my knees are doing my, my hips are fine yeah there's this huge pain in the center of me yeah. and i'm going to sleep now <laughs> it's not going away um oh my gosh well i like play- also that randy is calling us from his apartment in second life oh yeah it's, this uh, is awesome. really cool to see uh yeah look at this this is Great. Uh, because I ain't subscribing to Nitro, baby. Yeah. I don't know why. I should. Yeah. I've been I've been on Discord for like seven years now, and I use it for work. I yeah. should subscribe to Nitro. You, you should. should. Yeah, I subscribe sure. to Nitro, but I don't. I think I get bigger files when I upload them or something. I don't know what I actually yeah, get out of it. That is one of the perks is that I can I can send you you know twenty five minute songs and uh, yeah, which we play here on the show all the time. These twenty five minute songs exactly. that you refer to. Speaking yes. of twenty five minutes, let's get right to it and yeah. talk. Uh, have a game, uh, Brian. You want to explain these rules? Who our winners might be and all that? Sure. Uh, well, do you want to uh, pull in a player? Oh shit! Yeah, we got to do that. What am I thinking? <laughs> this no Dunaway thing's throwing off my groove here. I know, see, I know, because uh, it feels like an ass's day, but it's a feud day. Oh, good news! We might actually get I am sci fi mm. in here. Um, oh really? Okay. Yeah, he's not only fourth, but he's back, and I told him I'd give him preferential anyway. But he's literally fourth, so this might work. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's see if he joins us. It's ringing. It's ringing. May the fourth be sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I hope. It's ringing. I, I don't know. I have this premonition that I'm gonna lose this game. Yeah. Okay. Why do you feel that I way? Give us... I don't know. I just have this premonition. What, you know, we could actually. We don't even have to play it. Then we could just go ahead and give. Uh, <laughs> just give my sci-fi and, uh, some stuff. <laughs> I'll right. save this one for another. No, I'm kidding. For some reason, uh, it ain't working. So I'm going to. I'm going to try a different one. Here's number five. Oh, okay. Uh, Lucky Phil in Australia. Ah, oh, Lucky Phil. Which means it's probably freaking crack in the morning over there. Uh, Lucky Phil, is that you? Lucky Phil, are you there? Hello. Hello. There we go. How the heck are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. What We're time? Good. Is, yeah, what time is it where you are? Uh, at the moment, it is uh, 1.36 a.m. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't, don't... Well, you know what? There you go. It's it's the morning stream for you as well. Yeah. It's just Although, earlier uh, in the morning stream. Yeah. When I have daylight savings time and you guys don't, you start at 3 a.m. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I like when we're I like when we're closer to whatever your bedtime is. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't kill yourself over there. Uh, you're going to be today's uh, uh, participating contestant, and Brian will explain how all this works right now, won't you, Brian? Let's do that. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy, nerdy topics, nerdy topics, and Scott and Randy are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It is their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Uh, <laughs> lucky Phil, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Randy. Uh-huh. If your team wins, you'll get a prize package that includes a couple of sequels, XCOM 2 and Payday 2. Oh, oh I love that. I love that board nice. game, Payday 2. Uh, yep. it's, it's good. What Both of those are incredible <laughs> games. Payday 2 is, uh, Payday 3 is on its 
its way, but two is so worth playing right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. By the way, big thanks to Rodney Larson for sending in those games. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, Randy, Scott, put your hands on your buzzers. All right. Uh, you, you, your, your, uh, the buzzers I shipped out to you uh-huh. ahead of time uh, should be right there. <laughs> Got them. Yeah. All right. Um, we asked uh, the tadpole this, by the way, uh, 180-something uh, responses because there's a new tadpole uh, survey. Make sure you guys go get there, and we'll give you links right after uh, the game today. So if you have not submitted your your answers to the survey, we need them. Yeah. We need them. Get All in right. there. We asked 180 something uh, tadpoolers to give their best answer to this. Excluding captains, who is your favorite Star Trek character? Uh, Scott. Excluding, uh, excluding captains. Excluding um, captains. Well, I know what mine is, but there's no way it's on the list. So the tadpole probably said Spock. He was a captain Show eventually, me. but that doesn't count, right? We're not we're not counting yeah, their ultimate ranks. We're not talking about like weird uh, further lore and all that okay. stuff. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. Show me Spock. Number two. Number two answer. One answer will beat it. Randy, do you have a guess as to what that answer is? Well, there's a lot of guesses, aren't there? There are. <laughs> I, I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess Will Riker because I have to. Riker. You sure. have to. You oh, look a little you like him. Yes. Yeah. You sit like. Uh, you know. All right. Show me William T. Riker. Oh, way down. Number there. eight. But Scott gets the play because he's got a higher uh, number on his, even though it's less points. It's number two. Yeah, you're li- you're literally down. ahead right now, Randy. But this could change real quick because Phil and I could change really quick. Yep. We're about to yeah, do it. We could we could uh, we could all get bogged down in Voyager and miss all of them. We could yeah. all them. Uh, so here's what I would say, uh, Phil. It feels like the because in the light of season three of Picard, which is kind of universally uh, everyone loves it, there's probably a lot of tendency toward the TNG in here, if I had to guess. Mm. So do you have one that you think like probably beats or, you know, is, is higher or, or lower on the list? I don't care. We just got to get I our points. It's just because of uh, the names have it. Uh, Lieutenant Yar. Oh, let's do Lieutenant Yar. Lieutenant Yar. You'll get no. Okay. All right. Yeah. Show me Lieutenant Yar. Oh, oh man, Tadpool! Amazingly enough, wow. not so even an action figure yeah, in the. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I, think we're, can, I think we can assume we're looking for people who were on for more than like one and a half seasons. <laughs> all right, all right, but might be, but yeah, uh, more Lieutenant Yard didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's yeah. the thing with her though, like you know, I, we always think, well, what's the tadpole say? That's like the yes. the thing around here. And that absolutely is one I thought they would say. For sure. It's totally a great. very common meme that we do here on the show. Now they're going to go make it. There was no Lieutenant Yar. Yeah, they're going to, now all this is is title fodder. That's all this is now. That's fine. That's right, exactly. That's fine. Um, all right, Randy. Over to you. Oh, it's me. It's me. It's Hello. It's Randy. It's Randy. Hi. The world's okay is dead. Uh, Randy. <laughs> let's, find, let's find data on this list. Data. Sure. Let's look for some data. There's a data breach. Let's see uh, if it breached the uh, top 10. Show me data. Number one. Number one answer. <laughs> data. You're number one, data. Data is number one. Yep. Sweet. Number one is number eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> And number and Mr. Spock is number two, uh, big number two. Okay, big number so, two. Yeah, I Let's thought blue here. was blue. No, blue is yellow. Wait, I thought yellow was no. Red is green. And green is red. This is this is actually quite tricky, right? Yes, it because is. it is because what people would say is their favorite. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. This, that could yeah. be all over the place, right? Yeah. Like, 
Could be. I have okay. a favorite, but um, I, I know it's not on the list. I'm not, yeah. I don't even dare bring it up. Okay. Across across all of Star Trek, though, I feel like there's a lot of love, especially when you get into the movies. There's a lot of love for Mr. Scott. Mm. Ah, and Mr. so Scott. I'm going to say Scotty and just hope he gets right into the bottom of the top 10. <laughs> <laughs> hoping, hoping that a lot of people said him, but not that many people said him. Mm. I got gotcha. you. Yep. All right. Uh, giving it all she's got, Captain. What number am I? Number four, three. three. Okay. Wow. High up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I didn't expect okay. it to be number three. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll take it, though. All right. Well, um, there is also a lot of love out, almost more outside of Star Trek than inside Star Trek for LeVar Burton. And I think it would be really nice if LeVar Burton was the answer for uh, enough people to make this list. So let's just say Mr. LaForge. All right. Sure. LaForge. All right. Show me Jordy LaForge. I'm going to say all of them in a Picard accent. Number nine. In this list. That's some good points right there. Nice. Sweet. My there are, premonition. There are what? five answers left. <laughs> Uh, my, my premonition on this thing was about uh, what was a, about the title of the of the actual question, right? Like yeah, it was like right. it was like, oh man, if they come in here and ask about what the tab pool, pool thinks about chain restaurants, I'm just going to mm-hmm. die on the vine. Yeah. But sure. this is actually a, a topic I know a lot about. It's great. It feels good. All right. Let's uh, let's get to um, let's get to everybody's favorite bit character. Um, and I'm and I may be just giving the the, the guesses back over to Scott here, but <laughs> everyone loves Garrick. Okay, from Deep Space Nine. Yeah, and I feel Nine like Garrick. I yeah. feel like there's going to be some people who said Garrick. You mean mm-hmm. that simple, uh, t- plain and simple tailor? It's just a tailor, plain yeah, and simple okay. Garrick. Sure, yep, plain and simple Garrick. All right, show me Garrick. Garrick. Oh, that's a shame. People did say him. uh, However, he only made it all the way up to number 12, just out of the top 10, sadly. All right. This is our chance to remind people that that actor was the same guy that got torn apart in uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser 1. Right. The hooks in his face. But the mattress, Scott. The mattress. Yeah, the mattress. And he was was the bad guy in Dirty Harry, right? Mm -hmm. He was. Oh, wow. And he was just kind of a a, sort of a dick in Cobra. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> that's right yes. uh phil i you know what i like i like uh uh some i'm waffling here between a couple of characters but i feel like i really like um oh geez a uh, wharf is who i was gonna say wharf oh yes uh that's on. a great you answer. feel good about wharf let's do wharf sure mm-hmm. sure everybody loves wharf yeah. uh my favorite spinoff of yeah. star trek show me wharf nice number four i would watch the uh, shit out of a concept everybody, loves, everybody wharf. loves wharf yeah. oh yeah not a problem. Uh, lucky Worf, Phil. Did you eat all of the lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> stupid laugh track. It would kill Life me. you are without honor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it. Phil, do you have a yeah. you have a guess, a thought? Um, I know bugger all about about Star Trek, but um, uh, what about the Doctor? Oh, uh, let's do McCoy. Yeah. This could have just been Doctors, this, this category. Yeah, it could, it could have, have been. been just Doctors, yeah. Let's do McCoy. I like McCoy. He's cool. All right. Uh, zip the blind. Jump for joy. Just got a request for Dr. McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that anyway. Yeah. Show me bones. Nice. Number seven. Ah, that's uh, a good point. We got ourselves a game again. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Those, those yeah. Good points. Good points indeed. Um, yeah. Something tells me Quark is on here. 
So Quark, Ooh. the rambunctious bar owner slash uh, pimp, whatever he was. Sure. <laughs> All right. He was kind of a pimp. Uh, show me. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say the owner of Quark's bar, Quark, which, you yeah, know, there you go. That's the guy. Show me Quark. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. I thought about Quark and, and Garrick, and I figured Garrick would actually be higher than Quark. Yeah. yeah, Quark. Uh, only it. only one person said Quark, so tied for twentieth place. That is so incorrect. He's a great yeah. character, you guys. I agree. You're all wrong. All there right, is Randy. kind of a there is kind of a spread of characters around the Ferengi, right? Like it's him and his and his brother and mm-hmm. and the brother's kid. Yeah, and, but neither know, like, of those characters are anyone's favorite. Anything. Those are terrible characters. But Quark's awesome. But the other two, yeah. they're bad. They're not good. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> uh, all right randy what about the wallace sean uh no oh, i liked him he was good yeah he was good he was good the he was perfect Vegas. yeah <laughs> there's only like t- there's only really two good ferengis and it's quark and him and that's it yeah that's true everything yeah. else is just Very... really annoying <laughs> uh quark's mom quark's mom is pretty awesome oh she's all right yeah <laughs> a little backgroundy but good good enough Okay, I'm still I'm still taking stabs at number ten. I know I shouldn't be, <laughs> but I've tried really hard to get that to get that number ten guess, and I am going to go with uh, uh, Sulu. I think Sulu, Sulu. is, oh. is Sulu fun. Be my next guess, but yeah, that's a good one. You took right. Phil's idea. Oh my gosh! All right, show me oh Sulu running around with that sword. Uh, whoop, 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 there it is. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's, find the it's, button. It's mostly overrated by the amazingness of George Takei in yeah. his later years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number uh, eighteen in the list, by the way. People do okay. still like Sulu, but I just uh, remember how ripped he was running around with a foil when he was uh, yeah in that oh, one yeah. episode. I forget what that was called. Uh, all right, we've got a chance here. We also only have one strike left. Um, That's right. I'm three scanning. answers left on the board. I feel pretty strongly that we got a. St- Day TNG, um, but I don't know why. What it's was not, the it's name, not a bad way to go. Of, what was the name of the of of, of the uh, of the lady that, that there was controversy with uh, with uh, with being kissed in that old one? Oh oh oh! Michelle Nichols and yeah, that's Lieutenant uh, or that's um, Yuhura is who that is. Aha! Would yeah, she, uh, she. I don't know if she's going to be someone's favorite. It might be dangerous. Let me think. You know what? Yeah, true. It, it's Phil. No, listen. It's Phil's insight. I'm I'm tapping into here. Let's do it. Let's go with okay. uh, the late Nichelle Nichols and her fine role as Lieutenant Uhura. Good one. Good one. <laughs> Show me Uhura <laughs> <laughs> for the game. Uh, ah shit! Oh. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Again, I know nothing about <laughs> what, a, what a bad uh, episode to pull you in on. So yeah. sorry, oh, yes. uh, not not living up to your name. Thanks, um, uh, well, you know what? The game's not over. Randy still has uh, a guess. Or yeah, he and if he if he clears left. the board, you still if he win. runs the board. We have a winner. Yep, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Scott. Yeah. Um, my next my next possible two. Yeah. Are Q. Oh, that's good. Which I think is a pretty good answer. Yeah. And O'Brien. Oh, yeah, everyone loves Miles O'Brien. Who do you who do you think is more likely? Well, to now be that you've done that, it makes me time. worry that we haven't thought of enough villains. Because uh, Q, I think, would count as a villain. It's complicated, but a villain nonetheless. Yeah. So would yeah. like the Borg Queen be on here? Like, there's a bunch of these, but 
If I was to guess, yeah, you're probably you're probably right. Well, like we're we're missing five and six. These are these are above yeah. McCoy and Riker. Yeah, like uh, who could that be? I don't um, know. It's hard. Uh, you know what? If, if I guess we got a there's a pattern on the board. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna step outside of my own pattern here and say let's find Odo. I think we're, we're looking oh, for Odo. Yeah, Odo's great. Yeah, good call. That's a good one. Okay, all right, going with Odo. Yes, Brittany Abourjonois. Show me Benson. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we did it. We, we yeah, finished. That's all right. That's any all right. any excuse to say Benson, I'm happy to hear. It. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, let's look at what these mysterious number five, six, and ten were. Uh, number five. Wesley Crusher, really? get off my bridge, you piece of shit. Okay, really? yeah. Well, that's just, I mean, that's a once joke again, insert. That's that's the tadpool, absolutely. Yeah, uh, that's tadpooling, tadpooling. <laughs> <laughs> is what that uh, is. Let's see. Show me number six. Oh, yeah. seven of nine's a good seven one. Seven of nine. Okay. Yeah. She's, been Another, having a, she's been having a hell of a moment lately. Probably should have thought of her. She think. has, especially with Picard, yeah. yeah. And uh, let's go to one that, that the tadpole kept shouting, but um, never even came up as a thought with you guys. Mm. Oh, Dax. Dax. Jadzia Dax. Jadzia uh, in particular. Hey. Not the not the stand-in Dax when no one liked at the end, but Jadzia. Right. <laughs> the, the vanilla original flavor yeah Dax. yeah if it went to 15 <laughs> i would have started guessing seven of nine and Dax. it just i couldn't imagine they were in the top 10 over like, um yeah over, you would have been yeah q you guys mentioned q he was number 11 saru was number 13 uh from voyager the doctor the hologram picardo uh doctor was number 14 devon attendee uh, 15 from uh, Lower Decks, our okay. only Lower Decks appearance, I think, in this interesting, list. Interesting that uh, we got Tendi instead of Boimler, because right? yeah. mm. everybody remembers loves, Boimler. Everybody yeah. loves Tendi. Yeah. Um, Guinan, uh, Barclay, and uh, Tribbles. Somebody just said Tribbles. I think they really just meant that one sexy Tribble, the really horny Tribble yeah, that the actually was the cause of all the problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid Tribble. Yeah. With all its baby heaven. Um, here's the quick thing I was going to say about um, uh, the, a character that I was hoping... Oh, Saru. You said he's on there, but... He's on there. I wanted to pick him so bad because I really, truly believe this. Like, Discovery, whatever. But yeah. Saru is, like, one of the best... Yeah. Certainly new Star Trek characters. I think one of the best ever. And it's he is the most, like... Um, Fleshed out. Oh, fully I just love him. Just like, love him. Developed yeah. characters. Exactly. He just he deserves yeah. more credit. And I wish to, uh, Tony Todd. What's his name? Whatever his name is. Uh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. <laughs> Nothing like Tony or That's Todd. That's Tony Todd. Yes. Uh. <laughs> you know, shooting bees out of his mouth. Anyway, that's right. That's he's exactly. awesome and should not be left alone. Uh, excellent work, everybody. Except, oh man, we have a loser. We have a loser in our midst. How, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> how How do you feel, Phil? What are you going to do with yourself now that you've lost? Ah, the end is nigh. The end is nigh. Yeah. Well, our our best. That's, that's all right. All right. Uh, thanks for having me on. It was fun. I'll catch you later. All right. We'll see you later, man. Gonna, gonna take you off the thing. Hold on a second. No. <laughs> it's not gonna, you okay, know, there if, it goes. If, if Strange New Worlds was, or my. 
you're on here. You're okay. here. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really sounded like you dropped me. Uh, if if Strange New Worlds had you know seven seasons and five movies behind it already, yeah, like uh, it would be really really interesting to have this conversation because like it's got the most interesting ca- characters who are being played by really great actors at the lower levels. Agreed. You know? So like yeah. uh, uh, Nurse Chapel played by Jess Bush, like very interesting, really well. Uh, thought out character, yeah. you know, but we're yeah. we're one season in. Nobody. Really How soon are we? Yet. We're supposed to get new season this year, later or something this year. I think isn't season yes. two soon? Okay. Yes. I really, really like season one. So it's such a great show. Yeah, yeah. really jazzed about that. Uh, 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 the, another one that comes to mind for me is uh, uh, Navia, uh, uh, the Erica Ortega's character. Um, just you know, because of her hair, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Oh, of course, it's amazing. Is Krista, she, is the, she the, uh, the the like the white, grayish white, uh, light colored hair? Is she the one? Uh, oh, she's the one with the really short, shocking hair. Short, shocking. Ortegas. Ortegas. Oh, Ortegas. Duh. The one that's the. Um, she's in charge of security. She's the she's yeah. the wharf of the oh, ship. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Right. She's awesome. And her, meanwhile, but, Rebecca Romaine has super strength, and she, they're just trying to hold her back. Yeah, Rebecca <laughs> Romaine. Well, you know, she can also turn into other creatures. She's a shapeshifter. And uh, right. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Different role for her. Um, <laughs> Very much. Anyway, hey, Randy will be back here later because we're going to do recommendals. So you haven't heard the last of him, uh, Randy. We look forward to seeing your sexy okay. body one more time. Uh, oh, there and it killed this guy. Oh, this one time it didn't work. It was himself and bitch. kept us. Hi, Randy. It did it again. I thought this was done. I thought I wasn't going to do it. All right, he's there. Gone. We go. <laughs> I don't know Randy why. Randy and I, did I had that. a nice little discussion. Oh, you did? Did you guys solve we got all the problems? We got caught up. Yeah. Okay. We did. That's awesome. Uh, we're going to do all, a- all the problems in the world except for Discord. Fantastic. Let's do this news story. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning. Good morning. Oh, look! It's the news, and it's brought to you by. Brought to you by a brand new episode of Soundography featuring one of my favorite bands. Really, it's one guy. It's a guy named Matt Johnson, but he's not known in music as Matt Johnson. He's known as The The and uh, uh, incredible career, incredible uh, library of music, still recording, still putting out music um, and uh, very, very big on the the social commentary uh, in later years. He's got a lot to say, that guy. Uh, but check out our, no- our newest episode, The The, over there at Soundography. Sounds wonderful. No relation to your Matt Johnson. No, my brother Matt Johnson doesn't know how to make music if his life depended on it. That's right. right. He just doesn't know. He Uh, doesn't. Here's a quick story for you. A teen, age 13. That's a teen. Okay. That seems a little redundant for a headline, but okay, sure. Seems kind of weird. Teen, 13. (laughs) That's literally what they wrote here. That's so stupid. I know. It is. Like, you could probably just leave out the 13. Teen gets... Yeah, or thirteen-year-old, or teenager. Right, exactly. Either, either of that. Yeah, that seems really dumb. Anyway, got stuck in a claw machine at a North Carolina theme park and got banned for a year as a result. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is not uh, not this is not what happened to uh, the my pillow guy, uh, Lindell, Mike Lindell. What did, he, he, what did he do? I missed that. He uh, he wanted so bad to be on Jimmy Kimmel's show and yeah. talk about you know how much he loves. Uh, DJ, pres- uh, former president DJ. DJ, yeah. Um, that uh, he agreed to be in a claw machine for the interview. And so 
Really? Jimmy Kimmel put him in a claw machine and conducted an interview with uh, Lindell, like I, Lindell, the My Pillow guy. Did he get a did he get a chance to spew any of his hoo ha, or is he just one hundred percent did? Yeah, exactly. Jimmy, you know, there's so, so many great things that that uh, Trump has done for us, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know, uh, yeah. Jimmy Kimball, you're, uh, you know, he always gets his name wrong. It's, it's great. <laughs> he calls him Kimball. Please tell yeah, me he called Jimmy him Kimball. He did. <laughs> I missed out. I don't really watch it's late on, night. You'll TV find anymore. it on YouTube. It's great. All it's right, really I'll weird. I'll go look it up. And then a kid comes and starts playing with the claw machine while while Lindell is in it. It's That's great. perfect. That's what you want. That is not a toy I want though. If he comes out of it, I don't want a Lindell toy. No, I don't want anything that Lindell sat on. Yeah. Uh, I don't want your pillow. I don't want his pillow. I don't want my pillow. Okay? <laughs> Keep them off of everybody's pillow. Uh, so anyway, this kid he climbs inside this claw machine to yeah. steal a prize because that's what you do when you're 13. Jeez, you got to be pretty thin to like get into that. I don't know how you get into that. Yeah, thing, he but. must be a spindly little dude. Um, yeah. Got stuck over the weekend. Still still not small enough, I guess. Uh, says the spokesperson at the theme park. Park officials learned the 13-year-old boy got caught in the Cosmic XL bonus game. That's the name of the thing. Uh, he was treated uh, for unspecified injuries and released after spending 17 minutes in the machine. Uh, Weber said the boys, as the spokesman said, the boys have been banned from the park for one year for the reported theft attempt. I, I will say this, Brian, with the exception of when I was in Japan and they had claw machines with like really expensive like oh, electronics yeah. in it and stuff. I've yeah. never met a claw machine where this it was worth getting stuck in it to steal anything out of it. I can't Not even think a of little it. bit. Yeah. No. Unless it's one like I said, like in Vegas you'll see one that's like, here's a brand new iPhone fourteen or here's a Right, you yeah, know, Xbox things like that or whatever. I mean, there are some, there are some, there were some amazing because they were. You'd go into a place in Japan, and it would be nothing but claw machines. And this would be like anime figures, and this one would be uh, Pokemon characters, like yeah. giant plush Pokemon's, and and these other things. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at the one he's in here, and it looks like just really shitty plush toys. Yeah. Honestly, not worth yeah. it. Not worth no, it. For I hope sure. this kid learns his lesson and doesn't try to do it again. Uh, yeah. But here's our lesson. We're going to take a break. When we come back at the end of this lesson, you will have heard a song and you will then uh, partake in Tom Merritt's tech time discussion. And then after that, recommendals, <laughs> where we'll have both Nicole and Randy. Although I haven't, I don't know if I've gotten a thing from Nicole yet, a clip. Maybe uh, she sent a YouTube link. Oh, okay. I can, I can make that work. Cool. Uh, so all of that coming up in a moment. But first, Brian here has yeah. to tell us what song is being played. So what do you got? Right on, my man. Uh, we got uh, this one courtesy of Big Loud Rock. Big thanks uh, to them for sending this over to me and Clarion Call Media. Um, this is an art- alternative rock artist who goes by the name Jaguar Twin. But before you start typing that into your search engine, it's spelled G. I'm sorry, J A G W A R, not Jaguar, but Jag War. Oh, twin. War. Okay. Brand new single, um, and uh, he's going on tour supporting Transviolet. Uh, started in Santa Ana, California, last weekend, and extends through May. So you can go check out uh, everything that he's going to be doing from his latest album, Thirty Three. Again, available now via Big Loud Rock. Here is a new single from that album. It's called "Great Time to Be Human." Here is Jaguar Twin. Shouted with joy, new shoes on their feet, they danced to the strong. The boy became man, then 
Culture and he banged a gun. The crooks and believers are singing the same song. Rainbows, butterflies, what is all this? to be human. Want to stay up to date on the biggest stories in pop culture and entertainment? Then be sure to check out the TMZ podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton from TMZ, the TV show, and every day I'll sit down with a member of our news team to give exclusive breakdowns of the day's most talked about headlines, stories we break, and the stories you care about. So check out the TMZ podcast, Monday through Friday, and the other podcasts from the TMZ audio network like Last Days and TMZ Verified. Available on all podcast platforms. You've never seen a place like Showbiz Pizza Place. We'll serve you a pizza second to none. So come for a pizza, stay for the fun. My nipples are killing me. You fat slob. This is the morning stream. Ah, why isn't it working? I gotta fix that. <clears throat> Two days in a row, damn it. That'll teach me to buy this freaking software before I've tested yeah. it fully. 
Anyway, so hey, oh, that, the new, this is the new, new Fargo. Fargo. It's fine. It's just yeah. they changed a couple yeah. interface things that just mess with my flow, and I got to get my head around mm-hmm. it. Anyway, yeah. uh, hey, Brian, who was that? One more time, please. That was Jaguar Twin and the brand new single, Great Time to Be Human. Check out their brand new album, or his brand new album, 33, Jaguar Twin, J-A-G-W-A-R. Nice. By the way, Wanda, you, you played that uh, Showbiz Pizza thing. couple yeah. things about that. First off, sure. I love how they describe their pizza as second to none, which means in a list of good pizzas, you've got none and them right after none. <laughs> so they're slightly better than no pizza. Yeah. Really. If you're, <laughs> what is that? Yeah, that phrase, second to none. Why do we use that? None. Yeah, exactly. That seems like, yeah. Uh, yeah, right after no pizza. Well, I guess this is the next best pizza is <laughs> Shoba's pizza. Yeah, that, that also, well, the, set, the term second to none is broken. It is broken. All and right. then uh, um, this week tonight did a thing, uh, John Oliver did a thing this week where he talked about homeownership and HOAs and said, if you're under 35, don't worry, you don't have to watch this because you will never own a home. So instead, watch this other site that we created, this other video that is the history of Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, and it's called This this Squeak Tonight wow. and, uh, .com, and it's, it's worth checking out. I will be doing that. That sounds great yes. to me. All right, yeah. check this out. Anyway. The world of tomorrow will be as cold as sunlight tuned through photochromic windows. Well, I, that's the I, rumor. I ride it naked. Yeah, the rumor is that. And Tom Merritt, who rides it <laughs> naked, has joined us once again on a Wednesday. Not a rumor. It's a confirm. You could cite that in Wikipedia. Confirm truth. When you sh- when you guys see him in Vegas, ask him. He'll tell you. He knows. Mm-hmm. He knows what's up. Uh, Tom Merritt here joining us on Wednesday for his tech moment. Uh, you know, we all have a little tech moment once a day. <laughs> I have one multiple times. Yeah, your your day is nothing but tech moments. I feel like that and sardines and kimchi. I've noticed mm, mm. Yeah. radish kimchi this week too. Oh. Not, just, mm. not just cabbage kimchi. Very nice. We're a similar thing happening here, which is called cocktail. Mm, oh, see, you know all the words and everything. <laughs> Here's the thing. I grew up with three Korean siblings, right? I should know more stuff. Tom Merritt watches three BTS videos and two dramas, K dramas, and he knows it all. He knows it all. <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. I haven't been paying attention, clearly. I don't know what my deal gotta, is. That's the problem. Open up your mind. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Tom Merritt, always good to have you here. I'm sure there's something going on in the tech world that we would all like to hear. So what's happening? So you heard about this love is blind fiasco, right? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. No, uh, I don't know what that is. What is okay, that? So, so for people who don't know, love is blind is a reality show on Netflix. You can guess from the title kind of what the premise is. That that part isn't as important as the Blind fact people that, date. Okay. <laughs> that right. uh, they always do these reunion episodes, right? Where all the people who got eliminated get back together and they talk about their controversies, etc. Netflix has generally done them on demand uh, because Netflix doesn't do live stuff. But in wake of the Chris Rock live stream, uh, in wake of their commitment to stream the SAG Awards live... Uh, they decided to do the reunion special for Love is Blind live, and it did not happen (laughs) on Sunday. It absolutely failed. Uh, Allegedly, some people were able to see it live, but a a vanishingly small number uh, of people. Most people got an error screen, or in my case, uh, because Eileen was seeing the problems, where by the time we got over there, it was just the red circle. You didn't. You didn't even get anything. <laughs> oh no! Oh my yeah. gosh, that's bad. So, yeah. uh, so that you know was a, a red mark uh, on Netflix's already red logo, uh, and they 
put out a sincere apology. 19 hours after it was supposed to stream live on Sunday, they did post the reunion special on demand. They they went ahead and, and shot it live to tape, so to speak. Uh, but it was not uh, available for most people to stream live. Mm. Now, I hear that this was really just all in anticipation of Netflix's new documentary, Deadstream, the Love is Blind uh, uh, live stream scandal. Yeah, not to be confused with the movie. I had heard that as well, uh, but uh, co-CEO Greg Peters did not bring up. Now, he didn't deny it, Brian. (laughs) There we go. Good, as long as that's the case. But he did not mention it uh, when he addressed it in the Netflix earnings call. Mm. Uh, on Tuesday, he, do you, would you like to hear what Greg Peters oh, said? In yeah, I would like to hear Greg Peters' yeah. own word. What did he say? Um, he, he said a lot of things along the apology, like "We're really sorry about this. We know people; it's embarrassment, etc." He said a lot of that, but here's the here's the important part: We've got the infrastructure. We had just a bug that we introduced, actually when we implemented some changes to try to improve live streaming performance after the last live broadcast, referring to Chris Rock, in March. We just didn't see this bug in internal testing because it only became apparent once we put multiple systems interacting with each other under the load of millions of people trying to watch Love is Blind. Uh, That sounds right, though. It's a bug. Uh, It's a glitch. I've talked to a person in the industry who's very familiar with live streaming and the difficulties therein. And before this, uh, they had said it's probably either uh, that there was a connectivity problem out of the studio, or he said if some people were actually able to see it, it was probably a configuration error of some sort coming out of the live stream into the CDNs. And and if you don't know what a CDN is, it's Content Distribution Network. Uh, right. You don't have one Netflix server serving up the video for everybody. <laughs> you have thousands, if, if not hundreds of thousands of them around the world so that you're always getting one that's coming close to you and it, it reduces the lag time and distributes the load. Uh, if there's a problem in the how that live video, because remember, it's easy to distribute it on demand. You just copy it over to all the servers. Not everybody has to get it at the same time. With live, all the servers need to be getting the bits at around the side. At the same time, you want to reduce the latency as much as possible. If you have a configuration error there, it might look great internally because you're only doing it in a simulation. Uh, and then when you put it out, stuff crops up. So that seems to be what happened. Mm. Yeah. And, must, and it, from what I hear, they're not even going to, like, they, they just didn't do it. As opposed to recording it and just releasing it later, they they canceled the the episode, which surprised no, no, me. They that, did. Oh, no, they re, they they they, they actually did. They, they, they okay. recorded it live to tape, and 19 okay. hours after it was supposed to to go up, uh, they they made it available for they people did. to watch. Okay. And here's the key reason that you need to know this, Brian. Yes. Uh, 6.5 million people watched it Jeez. on demand already. Wow. Already had wow. seen it. Oh, this show must be at noon Pacific on Monday. I guess wow. I've been in the dark on this show in general because I didn't know this was like this monster hit. I had no idea this year. There's, there's too Tina many hits the, to keep track of. These yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. many hits. Yeah. Tina, I watched the first season and the premise was interesting. As with a lot of shows like this, I think it's if you, you either uh, find the people uh, hateful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or uh, or not, or you see, there's a few you like and whatever, but. Um, yeah, we watched. We did watch the first season all the way through to, from start to finish, and uh, decided. Yeah, think, I think we won't watch any of this in the future. Is it? Is it kind of based on uh, like what I would think of as this kind of like the Bachelor, Bachelorette style sort of infighting? Yeah, and, but but the premise is that the um, the couples 
don't even meet each other. They talk to each other through a wall. I think through like a semi-transparent wall where you can see shadows or, or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's a little Handmaid's Tale-ish, if you ask me. It kind yeah. of is, right? <laughs> yeah, they talk to each other through a through a, 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 a opaque wall and uh, get to know each other that way first before they even see each other. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Wow. Well, the first the yeah. first season, or sorry, the first the first season, first four weeks, there were thirty million households that watched this thing. It's clearly wow. a hit, man. This must be yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, it was right. fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so, super interested, but uh, you know, the fact a that of, a lot of people are having a lot of Schadenfreude about Netflix. Uh, you know, and and pointing out that that you know this is a big black mark on their ambitions to do live streaming. More level heads, uh, like my friend in the industry, are like, "Hey, live streaming is hard. They haven't done this. This is how they learn." But here's the key. Ooh, Chris Rock's live special. You 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 heard about that, right? Scott? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was hugely popular. Big yeah. deal to stream it live. Right. Ninety percent mm-hmm. of the people watched it on demand. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow, really? So there's the yeah. lesson. Yeah. <laughs> So doing it live is important for Netflix because they want that splash and that attention around it. But the fact that it failed, not they don't want it to fail. They don't want it to fail again in the future. It's not fatal, though. No, not at all. Like if 90, that surprises me to hear that. That makes me. Yeah, that makes me think that them still pushing for it is them banking on a future where there's more live and less on demand but yeah which you know the whole reason we the whole reason we want netflix is so that we don't have to like all right oh i gotta go home now because i have to tune into the live blah 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 yeah this back and forth on that like i think there is something about live events and usually i think super bowl or oscars or something like that that those Mm -hmm. things make sense to me Mm -hmm. but taking a reality show reunion and saying it's live that implies two things one you're going to see it before anybody else. That's number one. Yep. Number two, it implies that there something weird could happen. On Anything there. could happen. Right. right. We don't yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Unfiltered. Unedited. Yeah. Un- but it would necessary. be good, I guess, if they had, <laughs> had they succeeded, we'd, you know, this would be sure. fine. But it's probably a small miracle and trillions of dollars to, to make this shit work at all. So when it doesn't work or there's an issue, it's so easy for all of us to go, how did that happen? I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. They don't know. People yeah, don't usually, know. usually the knee-jerk analysis is like, didn't they know how many people would watch it? And it does not appear to have been a capacity issue. In fact, that's why Peters is like, we've got the infrastructure. This wasn't, you know, we didn't have enough servers. Uh, this was merely a configuration error that they didn't anticipate would cause a problem once it propagated out to, to all the servers in the CDN. So I here's what I think. This has been a smart way to learn. Yeah, do things where like a like a comedy special and a reality show reunion where you get a lot of splash around the fact that you're doing it live. But the average person who doesn't want to make a big name on Twitter for themselves is probably going to watch it on demand anyway. Right. So it's really not going to affect the majority of the people in your audience. You make your mistakes there so that when you do the award show, the thing that people do want to watch live, most people don't watch award shows on demand. If they want to watch them at all, they want to watch them as they're happening. Right. Uh, and you maybe start doing some sports down the road. Another thing that people want to watch live. I right. don't know. Maybe you dabble mm-hmm. in news farther down the road. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that- all of 
in all of these situations, you've worked out the kinks on this other stuff before you get to the stuff where people are like, well, I'm not watching it on demand. Right. There was a uh, uh, an Apple, this weekend we had an Apple outage. Like there was an Apple TV outage for about uh, an hour as we were trying to watch the last couple episodes of Shrinking, damn it. Uh-huh. Um, but the bigger thing was that they had just announced live and major leagues major league soccer yeah. uh, stuff on apple tv and boy uh when i went searching about apple tv going down because it's like i want to watch shrinking uh there was a lot more live complaints about uh mls and people unable to watch that yeah and then i want to say sunday morning um amazon servers went down because my uh echo devices weren't Working. Yeah, the uh, no, I had the same thing on Sunday morning. I was yeah. not able to listen to my flash briefing. Oh, yeah, very man. That means uh, I yeah, wasn't they, able they to still, listen to it. Is there still enough news about flash that they have to give you a briefing? <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> here's, here's your one minute uh, flash update. Still not working. Here's a list of the sites that are still embedding flash. Yep. The slowest uh, protocol slash uh, product death of all time. That's Adobe all flash. it is now. It's just yeah. a briefing on which, you know, the, the number of sites right. that still have it is so small. They can just read all of them. It gets shorter every time. That's amazing. Uh, well, if you want great coverage of tech stories of all kinds, be they flash or not, uh, today is a great day because it's the Daily Tech News Show. I get to be on today, which makes me a little bit biased toward Wednesdays, but it happens every day. And uh, Tom Merritt's always there to bring us the great and the latest. So uh, do check it out today, 2, uh, 2 p.m. Mountain Time, if you're interested in catching it when it's live. Or if you can do it on demand, that's fine, too. All those ways are there. You can get it all. You know, we have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Daily Tech News Show, where you can nice. watch the show on demand and uh, Tom's Top 5. Look at that. See? That's cool. Well, if only uh, there were yeah. an episode of DTNS coming up that had both Scott and me. Yeah, weird. I wish there, well, was, wish there was an episode coming up that had both the two of us. Where am I going to get you both in the same place? Because right. if oh, I'm going to do that, great. I want to do yeah. it in the same room with both right. of you. Okay. Right. Oh my God. With the world, the, planet, the stars have to align yeah, for the three yeah. of us to be in one place at one I time. Mean, how is that even going to happen? You, we'd have to all go to Vegas or something. Yeah. Oh, there's an idea. No, Let's all go hey, to Vegas hey, I and do a live TNS, DTNS yeah. on Monday. What do you think about that? I think that's a no, great I'm, idea. That's so crazy, it just might work. <laughs> <laughs> wow, can you believe the luck? Uh, Tom Merritt, anything else going on you should uh, mention to the peeps? Yeah, come, come to, uh, to TMS Vegas uh, on Monday and watch <laughs> Daily Tech News Show live from yeah. the Plaza Hotel. It's yes. going to be awesome. I'm excited. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait to... Oh, damn it. Sorry, Discord did its thing again. Discord. Yeah, need, uh, oh, that was stuff. yeah. That's great. That'll yeah. that'll that'll be helpful. As long as I don't forget my mixer. That's the or yeah, my that's laptop. The important I thing. guess that's those are the biggest things. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, I'm, I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm or just, the news. Yeah. I just feel like I haven't yeah. seen you in ages. I think it may have been physically the last time was last Vegas. I think that was it. Last like year. You, yeah, yeah, last year, which is dumb. Last year in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, that's a dumb thing that we don't see each other more often. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, so check us out next week. And also, that'll be a live DTNS. So all you DTNS people still get your show. Okay. All right. See? Tom Merritt. Everybody wins. Have a fantastic uh, week until we see you. And we'll see you then. Thanks, man. Bye now. See you, Tom. Discord did its thing again, you bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been a Worked recent. okay this time. Like, I didn't get uh, trapped in a call with Tom. No, or if anything, it was just briefer or something. I can't figure out why it's doing it. We just got an update. I'll bet it reintroduced the problem or something. I don't know. <laughs> we have very specific use cases here, and they're not always thinking about us. It will, we'll figure it out. All right. It's time for recommendals, Brian. I know you've been waiting hand been and waiting. foot. Yeah, just can't wait to get in there and get that <sighs> going. 
Uh, hold on a second. We're going to add both Nicole and Randy to the call. Cool. And I love it when I can actually get um, everybody's recommendals and do the do the quick TMS dot li stuff first so that instead of me like all right let's see let's find the uh image all right let's oh, find yeah. the url to the stream but no no i can I hey can get just, it done early yeah. uh, i like your gumption uh let's play this well what do you recommend well let me tell you what i recommend i recommend recommendals a little uh, thing we do on wednesdays where we take streaming stuff speaking of which and uh we bat them around talk about stuff we recommend things we've seen uh for some reason nicole no answer but uh, we'll leave the line open <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Uh, Randy's back, though. Hi, Randy. Welcome back. Oh, hello again. I finished that third cup of coffee. Oh. Oh, good. Well, you're you're better than me. I, I have a tea here. <laughs> this tea is half I'm, full. I should finish this tea before it gets cold. So. In my life, I have never once been better than you, Scott Johnson. Oh, I don't know about this. Aww. I don't know about this. This is not true at all. Uh, Nicole Spag also now with us. Hi, Nicole. Yay. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I'm just glad to have you here. Uh, yeah. uh, been busy over there. The spags are busy, you know, they got yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's been a few weeks since we've had a full house for recommendals too. So yeah, glad, it seems uh, like, it seems like yeah. we didn't have, did we not have, no, we didn't have Nicole last week. We, we haven't, haven't had, Randy every, the week we before. had everybody for three weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Well, I'm glad to have you both here with us, and uh, we're gonna, we're gonna jump right into it. Hey, hey, cool. Brian, do you have yes. a recommendal you'd like to start with? Well, gosh, it sure would be horrible if I didn't. Uh, I do, Scott. And uh, this is something that everybody has probably heard about, and I watched it, and I'm happy to talk about it. Here we go. Pick up after yourself, man. You hear me? I'm in the middle of a game. Yo, this f***ing guy today starts honking at me, right? So I chased him down, scared the shit out of that motherfucker. That's what's wrong with the world today, man. They want you to feel like you have no control, you know? Like you gotta eat shit with a smile on your face or some shit. Like, fuck that, dude. Fuck it, man. Like, it's like, I don't wanna, I'm so sick of smiling, dude. Hi. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stephen Yoon got a real cussy pants going on there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear him uh, swear that much at Negan. Uh, that is Stephen Yoon, uh, who you're hearing in the uh, TV show Beef. This is a brand new comedy drama, dark comedy drama <laughs> miniseries um, that is on Netflix, um, directed by Korean director Lee Sung Jin. And uh, you hear Steven Yoon talking about some guy that honks at him. And that is the innocent start to a, uh, a battle that goes on between him and not a guy, Ali Wong, who's in the other car. Um, and a, a back and forth uh, revenge tit for tat, but each tit keeps getting bigger uh, or tat. I can't remember. Anyway, um, basically just kind of this escalating battle between the two of them. And it's kind of one of those, if you're, if you're, you know, a breaking bad fan, you see this a lot where, Oh, Jesse, we've got a problem. I'm going to create this new thing that will get rid of problem a, but it will cause a bigger problem that we have to solve in a future episode. Oh no, now we've got an even bigger problem that we mm-hmm. have to solve. And it's kind of that, that escalation between the two of them. Um, they're both, they're both great in this. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to take sides, but I do take sides in the show, and I'm not going to say whose side I take because I feel like one person got a little more, uh, took it a little bit further earlier and uh, and, and caused bigger problems. Um, you also get the lovely um, 
uh, oh my God, where am I not, where am I not seeing her name in this list? Maria Bello, uh, who I just watched uh, in the cooler, the movie, the cooler with William H. Macy oh, for my film sack bonus. I wanted to, I meant to tell you how much I want to see the cooler now because of that. But, but also you, that's a movie I feel like I've slept on for years and I don't know why I haven't seen it. Oh, have you not seen it? Never oh my seen gosh. The, cooler. Yeah. the incredible cast, Servino and Alec Baldwin and, and of course, William Macy and Maria Bello. Yeah. Anyway, that's on, uh, it's on, uh, Peacock right now. And it's one of those where you get all the commercials up front and then you see the whole thing. I'm marking that now because I got I got to finally see that anyway. Yeah, sorry. watch it before Vegas because the whole thing takes place in downtown Las oh, Vegas. Oh, really? So, cool. All right. Yeah. I'll yeah. That. Um, anyway, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about beef. Beef. Um, so it's here's here's the the other thing about this series. I think it's what ten episodes. I hated both of the main characters for quite a while. <laughs> a few episodes before I kind of like. Like, all right, yeah, I'm kind of siding with this character a little bit more than this character, but still they're both kind of dumbasses for escalating and not just saying, all right, forget it. Even though at times they both kind of say, I'm just going to let this go. I'm just going to let it go. And then something else that they've, one of their problems that they've created in the back kind of bites them in the ass and gets them in trouble. Sure. Um, but the last episode does pay it off. And I feel like the thing that I wanted to have happen, not in a literal sense, but in a general sense of me kind of coming to an understanding about who these characters are and why they're the way they are, definitely feels like it's more resolved in episodes nine and 10 than you get in the first eight, which is fine, which is what you want to increase the the suspense, the drama, and even some of the comedy. Mm. Um, it feels like it's the first time in a while I've heard this much hype around a new show. It feels like it's been a yeah. bit... You know, there is so there. I mean, there is a lot of hype about it. And sadly, there's some bad hype, too, uh, because one of the characters, David, or one of the actors, David Cho, um, who plays uh, Stephen Yoon's cousin and is kind of also the cause of a lot of problems, uh, a podcast that he recorded or maybe didn't get released surfaced where he says some pretty horrible things that he's done in his life. And he's now backtracking and saying, Oh, I never did any of that. I was just joking for the podcast and the podcast was never released or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there is sadly some, you know, some scandal going around, uh, going around with one of the characters who kind of seems like the type of character, the type of person that he plays in this show. Sadly. Huh. That's a bummer. Um, who else you got in this thing? Um, Ashley Park, oh, uh, yeah. who, um, uh, Emily in Paris and uh, um, Mean Girls, the the musical Mean Girls. Uh, Justin, let's see, Justin. Then I'm trying to find the husband. Um, I guess we don't. Yeah, Joseph Lee. I don't get a link for him to say what else he's been in, but he's great. I really, really like him a mm. lot. Mm. Uh, anyway. Oh, and Iona Sky is in an episode. Interesting. Oh. I completely missed uh, seeing her, and now I need to go back and figure out what, what point she was in there. Anyway, the show is called Beef, and it is uh, 10 episodes on Netflix. Each episode is about 30 minutes long, and it's really good. All right. Definitely a what uh, thing I'm going to watch, no doubt. I hear I hear yeah. it's uh, got Parasite vibes uh, a little bit. Would you say that's true? 
I, if it means that you won't watch it, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to draw any comparisons to Parasite. I was hoping that'd be your answer. <laughs> it has Fargo vibes, Scott. Fargo oh, vibes. Go. It's got Fargo vibes. Oh, yes, sign me up then. Max Fury Road vibes because there is some fury on the road. Oh, fantastic. Give me all my, my favorite references. I love it. Uh, it's got Dune vibes. All right, I'm in. That's right. Um, all right, Randy, let's get to yours. Uh, we got a clip here. You got set up for me? It's a reality show. And it's been, wow, has it been advertised lately, uh, including by uh, uh, Brian Ibbett to me. And <laughs> it's uh, currently ongoing. And I had to watch it. You're going to hear a guy who is um, encountering a civic service and uh, some other people that are <laughs> surrounding him <laughs> in the civic service. It's just it's a it's a reality show. All right. Let's see what we got. When they say jury of your peers, I think that's accurate. From the people that I've seen in the waiting room, you have everybody from all classes of people, age groups, everything, races, ethnicities, you name it. Everybody's in that waiting room, I feel like. You want a Twix? No, <laughs> Did you just go to the vending machine? No, I went in the um, little gift shop and there was nobody there, so I just took <laughs> So I am like an anarchist of sorts. Like, I don't believe in rules. I don't like institutionalized systems of government. It's just not my thing. But then on the other hand, I'm also kind of a fun girl. My, um, my name's Noah. I, I just moved here to LA. I'm from a, from a kind of small town. Um, everyone in my hometown said that people in LA were mean, but people are, people are nice. People are kind of really nice. You just looked cute over here. I'm sorry. What? You like reminded me of someone, but then I was like, oh, I actually like wanted to like ask you if you wanted like a chewy bar or like a big hunk. Oh, uh, oh man, no, um, I'm I'm all right, but thank you. That's that's really big. So I'm I'm confused. I thought this show was like mockumentary. Like uh, it, it is a reality show yeah. to the mark. So this is a straight up ripoff of the Joe Schmo show, which was one of the funniest things that ever happened on TV. But it's it happened like 16 years ago or something. Sure. And uh, what what they did was they made a, a completely scripted or completely Christopher guested reality show around people going to uh, jury duty and being selected for a jury and watching a trial. And they put a complete new guy in it. And that was the first voice you heard here. That was Ronald. Okay. He is, um, uh, I don't know how they found him because it's all a prank on the one guy, right? Everybody else is an actor. All of the reality show is setting up all sorts of wild and, and absolutely, uh, you know, unrealistic things to happen in, or in his vicinity. And he's just going along with it. He's a he's a guy who uh, doesn't he doesn't recognize people. I mean, obviously, the, it stars James Marston. So James Marston is playing himself, and he is one of the people who is uh, you know showing up for jury duty. Like he's been selected, he doesn't want to be there. There's a lot like James Marston has the, a really hard job in this show because <laughs> he has to be funny without being so funny that you hate him, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but um, he's still he's acting though, right? Like that's yeah. the deal. Everyone is acting except Ronald. So he just doesn't guy, know. That's the reality part of this: is this guy doesn't know that all of these other it, people are doing a Christopher Guest thing. It's like yes. the most elaborate episode of Punked. 
<laughs> it is. Oh, wow. It All is. Right. And uh, they released six episodes already, so I figured it was time to, to catch up. And I cannot wait until Friday for them to release the final two episodes <laughs> because it is nonstop fun. Mm. It is so freaking fun. I've heard and, good it, things, and it's yeah. because almost none of it is at the expense of the mark. It's all intended to entertain the Mark, to make him go, what is happening around me, What rather than making fun of him. Sure. Like, his gullibility is, yes, the bottom line joke, but it is never, you know, it is never at his expense. Everyone else around him is, whew, they are just, they are as, they're pushing the limits of what you can get away with, right? And still, and still not get caught. So, like, you heard uh, Jeannie, and she uh, in- instantly from, uh, the go is falling in love with this guy named Noah and she's hitting on him and she's hitting on him so hard right in front of Ronald uh, the, you know, the entire time. Yeah. Um, there's another recognizable actor in here and that's Kirk Fox. He, he plays Kenny boy in reservation dogs. Oh, oh. I love and him in that. He's great. I, I don't know why they cast him to be a regular guy. Right. Uh, after the first two episodes, he vanishes. And I can't help wondering if something happened. Like if if Ronald started to, you know, go, wait, I think there's another actor here, <laughs> you know, but no idea. No idea why. Uh, huh. It's just there he is. He's there at the at the beginning and you hear from him and then you just completely stop hearing from him. Sure. So, um, so does this thing, it's on freeview. Does that mean you're inundated with commercials or how's the experience? Is it bad? Um, it's, it's been like, uh, one commercial in advance and one commercial in the middle. Oh, it's 23 not, minute episodes. It's not bad. It's, yeah. It's not bad at all. I can live with that. Okay. How does he not recognize James Marston? That's the, that's the thing. He is intended to recognize James Marston. That's what sells it to him. He, he is just like, I, I know this guy. And then they get to know each other. And James Marston is like his buddy. Yeah, and James yeah, Marsden, yeah. from what he's I can tell, James Marsden. Yeah, he's yeah. saying yeah. so when he, when they talk to him, he's always saying, "Yeah, I was in the X Men." Um, I also did this. Like it's a, it's <laughs> like the actor was called up to jury duty. And right, he's, funny. And, yeah. and the Mark Ronald actually come goes home and comes back with a uh, a sex drive DVD, and he <laughs> a, and asks James Marsden <laughs> to sign it. <laughs> like wow, like it's it's. It's just remarkable that this guy, that they found this guy. He is, he, you couldn't have had a per- more perfect person to be the center of all of this. It per- seems sweet. I'm just watching like the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It seems, yeah, and, it seems nice. Right. Yeah. And so they have Ike Barinholtz dad playing the judge. Uh, his name is Alan Barinholtz and he was an actual attorney in his career. And so he knows how to, how to make this, have a veneer of realism, this trial that they're all watching. And the trial is insane, and I don't. I don't want to tell you anything more about it. It's just, it, it feels like it's going to be a good trial, and it goes off the rails, and it's you know, it's nuts. And of course, our Mark ends up being the four person of the jury, which he is not at all prepared to do. You know, he's not uh, equipped for such uh, things. Yeah, I got. I got to see this. I've been. People right. have been raving about it. Definitely yeah, they, on my list. They, they sequester these guys in a hotel. So there's all kinds of hotel scenes and they, as a jury, they go on like field trips together to like go out to eat at a restaurant, you know, and they're sequestered and all they, the, the production books, the whole restaurant, it's a restaurant completely filled with extras and actors. And, uh, it just, uh, 
I, I, I can't, I wish there was a series like this all the time. Mm. This is my favorite kind of, it's of comedy. so funny. Cause the chat room says it sounds awful. Yeah. No, no. no they're talking about, they're talking about Joe Schmell for, uh, oh. Oh. comment about sounds awful is about, uh, describing the, the Joe Schmo show. I believe yeah. I never saw yeah. Joe Schmo. Well, and Joe Schmo, yeah. Joe Schmo launched a bunch of careers, right? Like yeah. we have Kristen Wiig because of Joe Schmo. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know, know that. that. I must uh, be really old then. Never yeah, heard of it. and and it's like uh, it's like a great template. But Joe Schmo was a miracle. They they found a guy who was a little too gullible, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing, but it's just fun. Like it just mm-hmm. never stops being fun. That all of the different actors on the jury, they all have their characters like a Christopher Guest film, and they all they all play it safe. They all just kind of hang back and they just dro- drop in a little bit and another little bit over there, and it just oh every am I, every month. Am I gonna? But am I gonna have moments where I'm like, because I hate pranks. I hate prank TV. Yeah. I hate like that kind of thing. And this feels like a very elaborate prank on this dude. Oh, but but sure. I know it can it's- be done in a way that doesn't make me hate it. I just don't want it to be one of those things that I hate where it's like, it's just kind of mean, you know? Are they no, mean? Yeah, absolutely. Does it induce anxiety that you're feeling for for the poor? Yeah, Mark? I hate. No, that. never. Because he's doing. He's just there to do a job. He's he's serving on a jury. Okay. He's taking care of business. And since it's since they're filming a reality show. Right. Like he knows that. And he's going into the interviews, uh, you know, those segments for the uh, any reality show like mm-hmm. anyone would. Sure. Right. And he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Like he's not at all. Um, he's, he never he never feels like something's gone wrong. Like when they when they have uh, another juror uh, show him a game, the, the Korean game Ute and wants to uh, play against him and make a wager, they make sure that the mark wins the game, right? Okay. And so then it's like, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like yeah. he's pranking them it's somehow. Almost, it sounds like they're not doing anything to make him you know, embarrassed or when he watches this back afterwards, feel like they made him in, into a complete fool. Like they're, they're, you know, it's more like a, the whole reality joke aspect of it of, Hey, how long can we keep this up? Kind of thing. Yes. It, does yes. he, at and, the yeah. end of this thing, I guess you're not there yet. Cause they're just airing, but when it ends, I guess he'll, is it the idea he finds out at some point? I, that's, that's how it should go. They should end up uh, giving him a nice big payment for starring on a TV series. <laughs> and <laughs> nope, should... you'll, you'll only find out for the live reunion event only on freebie. Oh crap. <laughs> oh, Didn't work. Shoot. Oh well. well what are you <laughs> but do? just watch it. Just watch it. I, Scott, you will love it. You will. Clearly the guy knows by now because the show's airing, but I'm, I'm going to be curious at in the aftermath what, what that guy says yeah. like in interviews and stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. Excellent stuff. Check that out. That's on freebie and is called Jury Duty. Uh, Nicole, let's talk about yours. I got a clip here, the YouTube-ish thing. Uh, what's, what's, uh, what's your setup here? All right. So I was having a hard time figuring out what to recommend this week. I've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, A lot of it I haven't finished because Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can always do meh commentals on this show. Like say, maybe stay away from this show. I was going through, you know, how Netflix will say, pick up where you left off. I have a lot. I have a lot of that right now. So I expressed to you uh, that movie R.I.P.D. I I started watching that. I absolutely hated it. I started (laughs) watching. I was like, I can't. Normally I finish stuff. But for some reason, I haven't been able to finish a lot of stuff lately. Um, 
Sure. I also started History of the World Part Two. Absolutely hated it. Mm. Really? Like, Interesting. Yeah. It, it feels it. too much like drunk history, which I do not like. And I know people love drunk history, but I yeah. just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so. that's good. It's here. It's good to hear like an alternative um drunk history. Yeah. Drunk history needs to come in very small bites. Really? Very very. Small bites. Yeah, binge, yeah, yeah. You cannot binge drunk history because yeah. it just gets so you know, one but episode, it, brilliant. But, but if you watch History bunch, of the yeah. World Part Two feels like I have I didn't, haven't looked into who created it but it feels a lot like that style and I'm like uh, yeah. Yeah, I was plus yeah, it's an old it's it. kind of based on an older style like the the original movie it, it feels like they tried to keep the tone the same which I was never a giant fan of Did that, they? that I Mel don't Brooks feel movie. that at all I feel like it's two totally different things happening well I haven't it's seen weird. this I haven't seen the second one so I can't even speak to it but I've heard I've yeah. heard that talk before and the other thing was uh that I wanted to say about that is what I was gonna say oh I'm like you though right now like if you're not there's so much out there that if you don't grab me and it doesn't work, it's on you. I got to move on. I'll go to something else. Mm-hmm. I totally get mm-hmm. it. Totally feel that right now. So yeah. I think it's yeah. just the age we live in. Um, all right. Well, we got one so, here. Yeah. You wanna, you no, I do to- have one that I had forgot, forgotten I had watched. It's a series on Netflix. Um, it's done by someone I really enjoy. I love smart comedy. I love, you know, I love documentaries and facts and learning about something and taking a look at something that maybe um i've never really thought about too hard so that's right. the setup for the Ooh. clip here we go i'm gonna go ahead and hit it here it is we'll get some volume here nope why why don't i have volume oh Uh-oh. people okay, here we go. understand I got it. our government is supposed to be of the people by the people for the people so shouldn't we the people understand what the hell it actually does Government is practically a dirty word in America. And if you don't believe me, try bringing it up on Thanksgiving. We're going to investigate all the ways, good and bad, the government affects our lives. Hello, is it question time? I have some concerns. One out of every 16 workers in America is employed by the federal government. They shape every aspect of our lives. Welcome to the GPS Operations Center. So the entire GPS constellation is run by these 10 people. How old are you? 20 years old. Okay. When I was 20 years old, I was a fucking dumbass, man. I couldn't have been... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Do you trust the government? (laughs) We're a superpower. The biggest, baddest motherfucker in the world. Oh, yeah. Okay, stop, stop. Right on. <laughs> right on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so it, was, it was fun while it lasted on YouTube. We'll see you back at Twitch. No, uh, they don't care. No, they, you're, you're, they can swear you're on here. how many minutes in? You're, yeah. you're okay? No, I'm totally oh, fine. Yes. Yeah, no, you're no, all good. Kidding. We're kidding. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're all good. Anyway, that was a YouTube clip we were playing, so <laughs> we're right. fine. Yeah. yeah that all right, so that was Adam, Adam Conover. Some people love him. I love him. Some people hate him. Oh no! Do we lose Nicole? I think we did. Did we lose Randy? No, I'm still here. No, oh, weird. Yes. We just lost Nicole. Nicole, you put that us on was... mute or something. She's still there. She She's muted her mic there. or yanked yeah. a thing out, a cord out. Mark, that, that she's was probably yelling. She was flailing and and pulled the USB microphone out of the out of its uh, port. Yeah, Which something weird going on there. Uh, well, we're talking about the G word. Yeah, the G word. Uh, it's called. <laughs> it's Adam Conover. She really likes him. Uh-huh. Uh, the description is they pull the curtain back on the surprising ways the U.S. government impacts our everyday lives. The G word with Adam Conover is produced by High Ground alongside Adam Conover. Oh, she's back. Are you there? There she is. Something weird happened. Yeah, that was weird. 
You just went mute. Discord. Yeah, oh, we'll blame. You can blame the software. It's fine. Did I, did I what it was? Uh, you. Do you? Well, no. You just you standed with like uh, I think you were just starting to talk about how you like Adam Conover or something. Yeah, and, and, and he's the type of personality. Um, with the, when they say in podcasting, you want to swing for the fence sitters. You want the person in the middle to either love you or hate you, and he does an amazing job at that. <laughs> I I love him. Mm. I enjoy him. I used to watch his show on what the, what network was it? True TV, um, Adam ruins everything. Oh, I love that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's okay. that guy. Okay, he he did a really cool. So like when um, the Silicon Valley Bank uh, failed, I mean years prior, I'd seen this episode of Adam ruins everywhere everything, and he goes through a bank failing and how they go in and they take over and it was a whole thing. And I thought it was really interesting to see when a bank fails, what happens. Hmm. Um, so he's done some really cool stuff. And so I wanted to see uh, what he did with the, the G word. So he talks about the USDA and it kind of gives like a historical uh, view of why that exists. He goes into GPS, which is really, really fascinating, like how that exists and why everyone can use it now and not really have to, you know, pay for it. Oh, so there's like a little um, bit of education going on. Like I'm going to yeah, learn oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I've watched this. So this sounds weather, great. Money, future disease, and then kind of hope and change is the last one. So, um, they're 30 minutes long. I really recommend it. Um, it's, it's a fun way to learn about the government. Nice. I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch yep. it. Cool. Uh, Which, Netflix, right? Netflix is what you said. Yeah, it's Netflix. Netflix. It's Netflix. Well, let's stay yeah. on Netflix for mine today and play something a little more tonally dark. Not really, but it's a it's a crime documentary. And, you know, people know I like these. I'm not alone. Clearly, Netflix knows their audience and they're giving us tons of these. So uh, here's yet another one. There was a woman at one point and took a look at her leg and I'm like, wow, that looks really bad. Get that. Cut it. And I needed to stop the bleeding somehow and... All I had was my belt. So I took my belt off and I just remember putting it around her legs to try to stop the bleeding. There was chatter on the radio that there could potentially be a third bomb. I called my boyfriend at the time. I told him I loved him. (laughs) Sorry. And I told him to tell my mom I loved her. And then the line just went dead. All right. This is American Manhunt, the Boston hunt for the Boston bomber people. What's the full title? The Boston Marathon Bombing. That's it. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I forget. I got a big long name. Hunt Uh, for the bomber who bombed the Boston Marathon Bombing. There you go. It's it's really good. It's... uh, what I was surprised by here, like you're going to get, you know, this this bit at the beginning is all very dramatic and uh, as it should be. It was a pretty rough uh, day for everyone at the marathon. And I knew about a lot of that and a lot of the footage and the camera angles and all of that. But I forgot a ton about how this thing played out, mm-hmm. like completely forgot about those four or five days where Reddit thought they solved the thing and instead just ruined oh, some yeah. Muslim guy's life because Reddit sleuthing was everyone thought, Oh, the power of the people, they're going to figure out this crime before the police do. That's so it's so effed. Completely forgot that part. Yeah. So oh. effed up. Anyway, uh, 
but then when they finally figure out who these who these people are, they have actual um, uh, FBI uh, agent in charge, plus all his uh, deputies and everything, and everybody who was involved in this thing gets interviewed, local police, uh, federal stuff, and they go through the entire process of how they found the, the brothers, what they had to do to find them, all the stuff that happened in the meantime in those first 100 hours or so. Crazy town. I didn't know about 90% of it. And... Um, Found the whole thing really satisfying. I think it's three episodes total, uh, which okay. is just enough. And if you just have some curiosity about it at this 10-year anniversary of the bombing, um, then you're, you're going to want to uh, check it out. It's very, very good. Yeah, I watched it, Scott. I Weren't weren't you impressed by the guy who was like the city police chief? And, he, and like when they first introduced him, he's like, the governor came and then made me do the talking. Yeah, yeah. That guy <laughs> like, was great. That guy was great. He just seemed like uh, the most down to earth, like, um, I don't know. He, I, more people in public service should sound like that guy, I think. But I also like the, I don't know if I liked him, but they had a guy who was the agent in charge in the FBI. Very efficient. Very, yeah. you know the guy I'm talking about. But what's yeah. weird with him, when you close your eyes and listen to him, he sounds like John Lithgow, like 100%. <laughs> oh, right. I remember you talking about this guy. It's yeah. really weird. Um, but he's they, fascinating. They also- yeah. I also really enjoyed that they got lots of interviews with the victims, mm. the survivors, yeah, like, yeah. because like there's one in particular where they, the first few times you see her and hear from her, you're in a close up, mm-hmm. and then they suddenly shock you with a pull away shot of her. And I'm just, I, that just blew my mind. Like, yeah. Yeah. like there's something like the way this thing is edited and, and presented. It's just, it's very, very uh, well constructed. Yeah. It's really well done. And I think it, is good for just, you know, a good reminder about a, a, a tragic event and what, you know, how we respond to these things and that sort of thing. Um, but then it also set me up for this, uh, teed me up for this nice little moment the other day when uh, the marathon happened this year and it's the 10 year anniversary. And there's this big group of adult men now who are running the marathon and they're all wearing the same t-shirt. I'm like, what is this about? And I look into it and they're running. Uh, they're, they were classmates of this seven year old kid who died. 10 years ago they're now all 27 and out running in this kid's memory which i just thought was rad so there's a you know there's some there's some silver lining stuff there's the way the city responded to it and kind of rallied together like we often do when bad things happen um it's it's just good it's it's really good if if you're not into you know crime documentary i maybe 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 not don't watch this like you already know you're not going to watch this but i thought it was really good so there it a, is. A friend of mine ran the marathon on Monday and he posted that uh, the bombing still kind of looms over it. Like there, there's, you can't like most, for most people, they can't get it out of their heads. You know, oh, I'm so sure that happened. Yeah, sure. In 2013, they had, you know, we had decent camera surveillance and there was a lot of people with cameras and junk like that. But I have to imagine that thing is like way more surveilled now, you know, like there's probably high res cameras pointing at every possible angle. Cause one of the problems I ran into was, they had all this disparate footage from some stores, security camera way up the road to some guy who had a cell phone out and was doing a selfie and just happened to catch the thing exploding in the background. So they really had a hard time pinpointing who was where and when. And they just, the way they talked about combing through this footage, I imagine now it's like tighter than a, you know, I almost said yeah. a butthole, but I didn't mean a butthole. <laughs> Good because, thing you didn't say it. No, you okay. guys were talking about casinos earlier and like that's, that's where it kind of started, right? Because mm-hmm. they wanted, uh, casinos wanted to be able to like do facial recognition on people and catch mm-hmm. them on their way in when they're mm-hmm. you know when they're trying to prevent certain people from being in there yeah and like now i guess you just kind of have casino surveillance uh, on things like a 
a 26.2 mile race. Oh yeah. And you walk into a casino now and you just see all those cameras and you forget just how many there are. <laughs> like just like even yeah. in just the, the, um, I don't know, just an old town one downtown or something. You go through the main hall of the casino. It's just camera, 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 yeah. camera all the yeah. way down. So don't cheat is what we're saying. Don't rain. Yeah, don't that do shit. that. Yeah. 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 Good luck. Good luck if you're going to try and do that. Uh, good news is this. Brian has already put all of our selections up on quicktms.li today. And uh, you can go find sure them. Did. I'm actually excited about everybody's picks today. I'm going to go. I'm going to go watch them all, except the one I watched because I already did. Yeah, that will uh, save you some time. <laughs> yeah, now you only have three to watch. That's right. It's great, great <laughs> having you both on, though. Of course, uh, uh, Randy, be safe, be nice, be do all that twice. Will you? Will you do that? I'll, uh, twice <laughs> at least. At least twice. Okay. Well, that's all I can ask. Uh, and Nicole, always having you here is great. I uh, hope you're doing uh. well. Love you guys. Yeah. We'll Aww. think about you while we're in Vegas. We'll take some nice pictures and send it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Remind me. I work. I know. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get you next time. Yeah, we'll get okay. you next time. It's been since what? You were there 2019, I think, right? Or 2018. Uh, I forget. I I forget. Time is weird now. Time is weird. What is time? I don't know. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> uh, all right. We have completed that part of today's yeah. program. That means we are perilously close to the end of the show and uh so close. let's just go ahead and tell people the reason the show exists and happens every day is because you support us on patreon without it we can't do it so if you haven't already get off your high horse all right <laughs> exactly <laughs> nothing works better than quit <laughs> being such a baby about it and support us yeah this is how we think this method will work well to get new people so <laughs> So that's what we're going to attempt to do. Uh, head on we over there. Asking all that's left is shaming. All we can do is shame you into it. Patreon.com slash TMS. Get over there now. Never get ads. Uh, get pre-show content every day. Post-show content every day. Couch parties on the weekend. We're going to watch uh, Christmas or sorry, did it again. Vegas vacation this weekend. The first half yeah. anyway. Uh, then you'll have a huge gap where we don't watch it for a long time. And then we'll see the last half at some right. point. Uh, you get art in the mail, other great benefits. You just have to go read about them at frogpants.com slash TMS or directly at patreon.com slash TMS. All right. That's right. going to do it. Yeah. And we should probably say that, you know, the, the weekend that we get back from Vegas, from TMS Vegas, no couch party that Friday, but we will do because it'll be the last weekend of the month. We are going to do a play date on Saturday after film sack. That's right. So, yep. That's right. Very much looking Please forward that. to that. Uh, let's play a song though, since that's really all we have left. What do you got? Okay, all right. One last tick on the to-do list. Uh, this one's going out to Craig. Hi, Scotch and Bourbon. Wanted to send a request because I can't go to Vegas with you all. Been listening since 2013-ish, and I've been wanting to go to Vegas for one of the meetups ever since because my birthday is usually on or around the meetups. It's actually today. Or, I'm sorry, it's a week from today, the 26th. Oh, it's coming up? Well, this is still worthy. Let's party! Happy for future birthday. Furcher birthday. Uh, birthday. Planned on going with the fam this year until I found out that I'm going to a conference on the exact same dates oh. in Vegas. Ah, what? Although I won't be there with you all, I'll be there without you all <laughs> at a different place at a conference. Uh, hopefully next year works out. Thanks for all the fun you bring to my day. Any cover of Wish You Were Here will do. One of my favorite Floyd songs. Oh, that's oh, yeah. a great song. Awesome. Great tribute to uh, Sid Barrett. Yeah. Wish You Were Here. I tried to find, I've got a lot of versions of the song. I've got 28 versions of Wish You Were Here. Mm. And many of those are very similar to the uh, the original, that kind of slow build up guitar and then then the uh, the vocals. 
Um, but this one's different, and that's why I chose it. Uh, plus, we haven't had any ska in a while. How about a ska band, the Busters, with their cover of Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here? That's going to do it. We'll be back tomorrow. We got Wendy. We got Amy. We got it all for your Thursday. So come back for that. We'll see you then.
If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Now listen here, Mr. Frodo. Don't get short with me. Okay. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.